0: Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm
1: John. I'm <laughs> John. No,
2: I'm John. I'm Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kathy. I forgot how wonderful, Gonzo's, sorry, wonderful Gonzo's impressions were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode, episode two hundred and what, Kathy?
1: I wasn't paying attention. You are right down. <laughs> look, look, I'm just going to say I have chemo brain, and I'm going to blame it on that.
0: <laughs> we're on episode 248. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about coming back to painting and shaking off the rust. Hey, um,
1: sleep gaming.
0: Type stuff. So today is Kathy's first day back. Welcome back, Kathy. We miss you and we love you.
1: Rathy says I'm a bit low on the volume. I don't know if you can pump it up on your side, Gonzo, but my... Uh, I'll
0: give you a little bit of boost.
1: My uh, Skype volume is at max.
2: Give her a boost like she's a hobbit and needs to get to the table for food.
1: <laughs> Speaking of, I'm going to be eating a little bit of food right now because I just took meds. Which requires food. Okay, this pear is hard.
2: That sounded <laughs> hard. I'm like, oh, she got some sort of chips there. Found a chip, like vaguely, <laughs> but no, it's a pair. Watch, well, is it a pair or is it just one? It.
1: Uh... It's
2: a number of.
1: Uh, it's a number of places. but yeah, it's.
2: Is this is an apple with a fork. You need an apple with a fork if you want to. I'm not going to judge much. No more than I do for everything else. people will do. Look.
1: Like, I do eat apples with forks.
2: Hey. you says I just my body's not eating anymore. The hammer's last so much longer now. <laughs> I have a solution. More water. Like Don't get hangovers. Yep.
1: Yes, cook you like Nivik.
0: Um, so Kathy is back. Kathy will be joining us whenever week she feels that she can come back. Um off and on, whenever she, we will just message her and say, hey, you coming? You're not. We don't care. We're just yeah. happy that you're here, Kathy. Everybody's missed you. Everybody's
2: can't wait to see you. Yeah, Baneon says hi, but he's not going to stop watching the fucking TV downstairs to jump on and do it himself.
1: God damn oh. it, Baneon.
2: I say that often.
1: <laughs>
2: um, but today's Thanks episode. So much, no, Arathur, which does not. I mean, like. Water, but not you really like this, but you know, you've been drinking,
0: actual I've been drinking water, water. actual like H2O, not like this water.
1: 32 ounces of water.
0: Um, let's go bring to our sponsors. We want to thank Turbo Dork for being awesome and providing really cool, cool, cool metallic and color shifting paints. Um,
3: Turbo Dork.
0: We also want to thank Midnight Heroes. Uh, We will have Brian on the show to talk about his new Kickstarter coming up pretty soon. Um, He's going to be doing an STL Kickstarter for some new models um, and such. And he's actually said he'd send me a couple to paint on stream. And I'm like, cool, even better. Um, And printing them off. Um,
1: (laughs) Cookie, if there was gin in my cup, it would be Bombay Sapphire.
2: Though, uh, I can't find any, any gin anywhere. It's always like just no gin. Like, what the fuck? Why do you not have gin? Apparently, the red picks me I don't a like gin. I the, the
1: bramble. recipe. The bramble. Sorry, really really so Gonzo, where they're
2: railing you.
0: Oh, yeah. you just like. <laughs> the gin conversation was much more important I, I than Parabellum War Games. It makes a conquest. It has, provides a it. quality. Uh, tabletop game that you can also get a discount on. We thank you for their patronage. Also, Muse on Minis. We want to thank them for letting us host all the files and putting it on everywhere. And uh, make sure you check them out because they have a discount code. And about that gen, if we're going to use it, we're going to use what type there, Kathy?
1: Bombay Sapphire.
0: Bombay Sapphire, brought to you by Bombay Sapphire.
2: <laughs> Not really, but I mean, Has if they want to, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I haven't had a uh, 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 a gin mule in a long, long time.
1: I haven't had alcohol since May of oh, last man. year.
2: I mean, it couldn't be May of this year. That's the future.
1: But you know what? I I I saw my oncologist last week, and uh, and I asked her about it. If you know how how she felt if she felt that it was safe for me to go out and be amongst people. Mm -hmm. And also if it were okay for me to have a couple of drinks. And she said, yes, both of those things are fine. She said, just be aware that your tolerance for alcohol is going to be lower.
2: Much lower. Because you've lost weight and you don't have that normal tolerance from doing it a lot.
1: Plus, God knows what weird chemical shits going on inside Strain my. Strain on
2: your kidney for chemical shit. Yeah, yeah, you it, don't want yeah. to take it easy.
1: So, but she said, yeah, that's okay. Um, hey,
2: that means that those expensive drinks, if you go out to like a restaurant or something, like will be great. <laughs> they're gonna get you.
1: But you know what she said about about being, you know, seeing people is uh and and i and i you know when i was like in you know like hugging you know she said human contact is very important for mental well-being oh yeah and uh you know she said if it's among people that you trust to be healthy you know who you know, who know what you're, you know, going through, who are not going to put you at risk, uh, then yes, go ahead. And by all means, hug people. So, so that's where I'm at. And also wear a mask, she said. And also, you know, I, I'm going to bring like a box of masks to where I go. And, uh, and be like, you don't have a mask here. Here, have one and then we can be closer.
0: Then, then you can get in my personal space.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, I'll have some people around me that are like you know,
0: a barrier. Yeah. Walk around. You can you can get that you can get a belt and put pool noodles on the end of the belt so wherever you walk the pool noodles are sticking out and just no, like no. smacking people. <laughs> There's so a barrier. A hey. So, yeah,
1: I have my plans.
0: So um, Do we have any shout-outs this week? Who's our Legionnaires? We got yeah, any I shout-outs this week?
2: I,
1: uh, my week
2: was a son of a fucking bitch. I don't
0: so think. I don't really know. I can't remember. I didn't I didn't check or had anything that was Pimple going on.
1: Burt Bacharach died.
2: Oh, yeah. That shit. was that one.
0: Yep. Damn. I knew there was something, I just couldn't remember.
2: I saw him mentioned and I didn't see it come up as a rest in peace, but I was wondering, like, you it don't was, usually hear about Burt Bacharach, so I it wonder was if it's so sad. And
1: he has, he wrote some of the best known songs on the planet. Yeah. And I just found out today that Always Something There to Remind Me was written by him. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of songs like that. You're like, oh, I'm sure that the artist who recorded it wrote it. Nah, nah, son. Mm-mm. I'm saving yeah. the uh, recipe for the bramble to my computer, so I Doesn't can try. Doesn't that
1: sound really good?
2: It does. It sounds very I, good.
1: I want to make. I want to make it. I want to drink it. I wonder. I mm, Wonder if that's something like bartenders know if I was like, Can I have a bramble, they'd be looking at me like.
2: Nah, well, we I mean, honestly, most of them because... nowadays, just will look it up on the, on, online. And, oh, yeah, we do that.
1: That's good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because, um, you know, Arathu is Norwegian, so.
2: I mean, you missed. I, I unfortunately don't have it here today because I didn't go to the grocery store in a while. But there was a new drink I wouldn't drink. And that I'm not drinking tonight. That is called a I call it a code fireball, which is fireball and Mountain Dew code red. And it's fucking tasty. <laughs> huh. I would try that. Yeah, so Burke Backrack, it's funny because, you know, most people would know him because he's sort of half a joke in the Austin Powers movies.
3: Mm, But
2: it's only half a joke because it's not making fun of him really at all. It is kind of, you know, an homage to, you know, the songs he writes. So
1: he made an appearance in an episode of The Nanny, too. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah, so, I mean, well, cheers to Burke Backrack. I'll probably listen to some of his songs afterwards. So, yeah, we got to get to what we're drinking, Gonzo. What are you drinking? I saw a glass earlier.
0: Uh, doing some Maker's Mark again. Um, just a little shot of Maker's Mark. I mean, and I've Kathy's got the bottle. There. That water straight
2: up.
1: I, uh, in my cup is in my blue cup is tea, Earl Grey, hot. That's so great. I
2: love that. <laughs> uh, well, I have the water, you guys. I've got a couple balls of, of water here, and I am drinking uh, some Dr. McGillicuddy's Apple Pie Liqueur, my last bottle for now. I will say that it was completely full before we started the pre-ramble, the pre-pre-ramble, so there you go.
0: Guys, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening. If you need us, we're here. Reach out. We will help you any way we can. Also, Kathy, welcome back. We've missed you. We love you. Cheers.
2: Cheers.
3: Cheers.
1: (sighs) Cookie wants to know, Gonzo, can you drink the liquor that he can't? Because of his liver.
0: I got you covered. I will drink this sip of... Maker's Mark just for you, Cookie.
2: Oh, and a Cookie? Cookie.
0: Everybody had a drink just for you, Cookie.
2: <laughs> we will be your That's stunt like, liver. Uh... Stunt livers. <laughs> this is like hard apple juice with just a hint of uh,
0: maybe cinnamon in it. I think I'll bottle of that or something. I have some type of that
3: apple does cider sound thing. good.
2: It's my favorite, like, you know, Mar- oh, Marshall was making fun of it, and I bought him a bottle, and we tried it, and he's like, holy shit, that's smooth, that is great. It is my favorite, wish to drink without mixing. I mean, to be honest, Cookie, uh, through, uh, up until my, you know, mid-30s or so, I was the sober drinker, so it's Okay. Just think, you get to remember everything stupid they do and hold it over their heads. <laughs> and now, in the cell phone era, you probably have videos of them being stupid. And that's even better. I have a,
0: <laughs> I have a video of somebody that got really, really tore up at a convention
2: she threw what shoes at me. at a convention? <laughs> How unusual. Were people getting drunk at a convention? No. I mean, no. someone did get so drunk between the time they arrived and the time we were going to dinner that they had to wheel them back to the room in a luggage cart went to work for a War Machine Weekend. That didn't happen. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, that did, in fact, happen. And that time was maybe an hour and a half, and he was so fucked up he couldn't walk. Oh, yeah. He is, yes, yes, Legion. It was chilly. And oh, wow. he has since changed his ways, from what I understand, which is good.
1: Yeah. I have seen that at every good convention thing. I've ever been to.
2: Yeah, I know. Every, someone gets fucking super toasted. Yep. Um. So, the podcast episode for tonight is
0: about getting back into painting, uh, brought to you by uh, our great friend, Kathy, because um, she's going to try to start doing some stuff and trying to get the the ring rust out of her hands, but she has a very special unboxing that she said she needs to do for us before we get started. So, Kathy, she's
2: eaten. Let her. Eat eating. Let her eat. Oh, Let, let's talk about other stuff first. Then she can unbox when she's done eating.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um I
1: heard you at least one of my uh yeah, strawberry she's doing
2: medicine. For... She's got it. She's got to eat. Come With on. the
1: incredibly unnatural pink color, which I, I... mean, that's the...
2: Totally natural pink color for strawberry. They're, they're totally. totally uh, sure it's it's uh <laughs> oh, not artificial at up. all. Kathy, I don't know what you're talking about. That is a totally natural pink color. Strawberries come in all the time.
3: <laughs> all the time.
0: Um, I well while we're talking about the subject, I'm gonna be working on my BattleTech minis and doing a no, wash on all my weapons for uh. My warcaster, war machine models. Excuse me. I have um, a
2: loaded question for you, Gonzo. Uh huh. Did you change your list again?
0: No, I have not changed my list.
2: What?
0: Have not changed my list. Shocked. Shocked I wanted amazing. to use this yeah. list a while back, but I didn't know if I had it done correctly, and then I had to get the model, and so it's still there. It's still ready to go. I got to turn in my list to the the Wolfnet guys to make sure it's all copacetic, which it is. It should be by based on what they're doing. So. Other than that. So, I'll be working on those while we talk about it. I'm going to show off one of the elf models that I worked on. I took a picture of it and, and showed some people. So, you'll have to I'll show it again. Done all with 99% contrast paint. Took me, like, no time at all. Type stuff. I don't know how it's going to show up on stream. So, whenever you're ready, Kathy, just say, I'm ready for my unboxing, and we'll get to it.
1: I am ready. So, oh. there you go. This, this unboxing... You have to understand that last May I became ill and to a degree where I couldn't paint anymore and I haven't painted since last May and uh, and I sat down at the desk I hadn't even sat down here at this desk in this chair because this chair was too uncomfortable uh, for me as I was at the time so this is my first time sitting back at my painting desk, seeing all my m- models that were primed or ready to be primed or, you know, half done. And, uh, and I came across this. This is my uh, Masterson wet palette. <laughs> um, it has not been opened <laughs> since last May. And I did not clean it out. So,
2: your defense, things happen a little quick there.
1: Let's see. Is it? I my I suspect it might just be dried out. But let's just let's just find out. It's not a present. <laughs> not this a present. might be. This is like Al Capone's fault. It might be interesting. It might not be. Yeah. Uh. As I suspected.
2: Oh, it's not bad at all.
0: A little bit of fungus among us?
1: Totally dry. Uh... Yeah, looks
2: fine.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like...
1: Parchment paper with the sponge attached. I'm not even going to peel it off. Uh... <laughs> I just could chuck that. I have uh, I have other sponge material. Yeah.
0: Can can you like throw that and dent it, like stick into the wall?
2: Is it like you know, hard enough to like? Is it like a Chinese fighting muffin? Yeah. <laughs> Callback for those of you who watch that movie. Yeah,
1: no.
0: <laughs> At least there's not a ton of you, like.
1: Oh, you really could like hurt somebody. A bit of a cut there on the edge there.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's that's not like... A, so here's my... Here's the palette itself. I mean, oh, yeah, that's fine. The bottom and the top, it's...
0: Yeah, just rinse it off, kind of wipe but, it out a bit.
1: It looks like it had been cleaned recently before I put those couple of bits of paint on there. Like, there was a new, pristine paper with just a couple little uh, dollops of paint. So whatever I was doing...
2: Well, Arthur, if you're worried about fungus in your wet palette and you may go for long enough that occasionally it does dry out, um, and it also does a double duty of holding down the corners of your parchment paper, put some pennies in the corner. Yeah, and so I've heard. It actually I mean, if, legitimately does good. help.
1: I usually just, uh, you know, throw my paper away and rinse out. Every time I throw my parchment paper away, I rinse out the, the sponge and I wash out the, the whole wet palette. Because, That's the best thing you know. I like about this thing.
2: it just <laughs> like Even easy. if the sponge gets too bad, I've got an extra sponge or two in here. And yes. then, I mean, they have a newer version if I need to.
1: Maybe they have so. to be older pennies, too, because the new ones aren't even copper anymore. Um,
2: I don't know. I mean, who carries change anymore? It's like using cash. Like, I have
1: old coins.
2: I mean, I have I mean some. not
1: super old coins, but like...
2: I have some, you know. but like, I mean, honestly, like a pandemic... Cash stopped for the most part.
1: Yeah, but also I don't pull out
2: cash nowadays. I'm like, the hell!
1: The bank doesn't. The bank doesn't take like change to. To uh to sort through our bank. No, no they don't do that anymore. So I'm like, what do I, what do I do with this, with this, you know, jar of change?
2: Then when you want to retire, retire. Those gonna be worth something.
1: Oh sure, (laughs) yeah.
2: Whoever's left. Oh, yeah. Because you know they're going to collect all that shit at some point. Turn in your coins. Then at that point, they're worth something. We should stop using pennies, anyways. They're not worth it. That is not on topic, though. <laughs>
1: pennies?
0: Pennies are not you on mean topic? It
1: sort of was on topic. I mean, As to yeah, uh, it, it on topic, aid antifungal aid or antifungal aid in your wet ballot.
2: Pretty far afield from it, but yes, fair enough. Yeah, we don't really use. I mean, I don't use cash so much. I mean, I keep. I will occasionally get cash out because the one. The deli I buy stuff for has a really, really shitty credit card deal. Nah. And if I have cash, I will pay with cash.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Because, uh, you know, I like them. They make good food. So good at food, I had to actually make a resolution to only go there twice a week because it's that good at breakfast. Ooh. Otherwise,
1: Speaking of things that taste really good, and I'm totally going off topic now too because we've never talk talked about, about food. food is right always now, on topic. Um, my friend sent me the this nang shim uh, ramen bowls.? Huh. And I had one for lunch. It was so amazing. As far as like an instant ramen goes. Like unbelievable.
2: When I bought that Veit ramen, literally realized that the quality of ramen really does matter, but I'm not sure it matters enough compared to the price difference. Because the price between the bite ramen and, like, fucking, you know, standard shitty ramen is significant.
1: Like, I like my shitty Maruchin ramen.
2: Yeah, it's great. Like I need um, a snack, boom, go. Also don't let make me tell soup you, out of it because I'm not as much of a soup guy. I'm not Yeah, I
1: always put less liquid in it.
2: Yeah, that's you kind of want like honestly I put very little in it, just enough to keep it wet enough to get the sauce around. Mm-hmm. Super salty but mmm, tasty. But
1: I only put like part of the sauce packet in it or salt the uh, you know, uh, seasoning.
2: You so salt It's
1: it. not it's not as salty for me.
2: I mean, I like salty. That's why I got along with Trevor Christensen. No? Nothing? Mm-hmm. That's, That's a machine joke, Gonzo. I got it.
0: I got it. I laughed. I chuckled.
1: <laughs> he he tittered. He tittered it. a bit. It uh, was a little titter, I think I heard.
2: No, I mean, I do like like a good quality ramen. So good. Like, spending a looks for money will matter. But the stuff I was getting, like, had the best noodles, but I don't like the way the sauce the The packet went in and made it, because it never quite fully dissolved, so the uh, broth was just the tiniest bit of gritty. Oh, not like bad I love that like, this uh,
1: saw, this one had a had a, a packet of uh, dry seasoning stuff to mix in, but it also had this uh, black garlic oil in stuff the, uh, in another packet that you pour into it, but also yeah. in in the in the ramen noodle stuff itself. It had slices of garlic.
2: Oh, my. Yeah, shit. That's so, awesome. So, being the kind thing, it's uh,
1: super garlicky, and I had to take an antacid afterwards, because garlic doesn't get along with me that well. But it had, was like, so yakisoba bowls.
2: Like, they make these little one-serving yakisoba that's fucking great. It has a little bit of, you know, veggie pack you put in there on one side, and it rehydrates a bit. It's, like, for a cheap meal, it's fucking great. I mean, it's like a cup yeah, of noodles. Yeah, we
1: had, we had some of those, like the frozen ones.
2: Yeah, those are great. Yeah. No, it's actually like just dry, but it's...
1: This one was... These were stick-it-in-the-freezer kind, but they were individual little things.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can do a lot with that stuff. That's really great. Uh, I got the in here. Uh, in my future, and unfortunately I won't be able to share with you because, of course, we don't live near each other, but uh, I bought a Dutch oven so I can start cooking chili and stuff because one of my uh, new employees uh, heard that I was lamenting canned chili being shit, and bought me a chili or gave me a chili cookbook she had. So that nice. is on my menu to make. I just need Oh, to get a that's
1: fantastic!
2: Yeah, I'm totally committed to making some good, good uh, chili.
1: Maybe so. my mom's hot dish recipe too.
2: I don't know. I mean, anything cooking there, I want to try because my mom's beef stew recipe which i love like like people have made really good beef stew for me l marshall and his wife make great beef beef stew but it's not my mom's beef stew like if my this mom is like uh... i need you something tough she's like i'm I making beef, beef stew for you you're like oh you're making beef stew you got me to do something really tough but i don't fucking care because i'm getting beef stew <laughs> not that I wouldn't do anything for my mom, anyways. But if she wishes to bribe me with beef stew, I will take it. You're not going to argue the consequences. I'll do that. Yeah. Normally, she just gets upset because we shoot because I meet her at McDonald's because she <laughs> goes there with all of her uh, all her friends from church. And rather than having me wait at home till she shows up because she doesn't know when it's going to be, she has me meet her there. Then she gets upset that I buy her food rather than her buying me food. But you know, whatever. All right, uh, topic.
1: I would eat your mom's beef stew.
2: At some point, maybe we'll see, because, man, that's on my list to cook. That's going to make me fatter. It's too bad, because I was losing one. But for beef stew, I'll take that sacrifice.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. Painting? <laughs> Painting what? I was just watching Gonzo, like, do what, whatever I was trying to, that, my
2: stream froze.
1: Whatever it is that he's, uh...
0: Just a null-all no, no wash on all my... around on there. My uh oh, my weapons for my war jacks. It's weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Bold move leaving, leaving the jar out on the table like Oh I that, know without any uh support. I am
2: pretty I <laughs> actually left one open overnight. Came back and like, John, you fucking moron <laughs> It was okay. It didn't even dry out oh, that much. Sure, I was just like, sure. Jesus, you're asking for it then. Yeah. Just only had one spill
1: asking for
2: it actually they're on these pants cuz i got a spot that's finally starting to come out of uh, i think it was actually uh Sarah from sepia that got on my uh my pants after spilling it but that's the hard part about separate parts is uh trying to paint them like that yeah cuz they'll move and all like i know that trying to do uh cables base i still have to finish the uh effect for it the LGW mag-
1: washes sound like a baby crawled into them and then died and was rotting. That they, they they were disgusting.
2: I can't argue with that. Actually, it sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. So, how to get back into painting after being away for a bit because of various reasons?
1: Uh well, I mean, it happened to me several years ago when I got a job and I had I had two years where I was working at that job and my hours and my commute were such that I had, I had maybe an hour and a half, uh, between when I got home from work and when I went to bed. Yikes. You know, once I, once I ate and, you know, took care of business and just, uh, there was no time to do anything. Uh, so I, Jim and I just sat on the couch and we would just sit there and eat dinner and talk. Chill, De- I, And decompress. I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't have the TV on. Cause if we had the TV on, then we wouldn't be talking. And it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm missing my husband, you know? So like, I need to talk,
2: you know. It's tough. I mean, there's a lot of things going around now uh, about that kind of thing, <laughs> and being having time aside from work. Um, but yeah. So, like, how I do mean, you do that? How do you, how do you get back? I mean, I know when I was, I just stopped painting, didn't make, didn't make the time for it. I put models together like nobody's business, but I wouldn't paint too often, and getting back into it was tough.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I would say. Yeah. Go ahead
1: on weekends, you know, you stuff's going on. Yeah, you or you just feel like you're so exhausted, you know, <laughs> if you've got a manual job where you're, you know, it's physical, uh, you're exhausted bodily, you just want to sit on the couch or it's there's it's just also as bad if you have a mental still job need to because you done around the house, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, the mental exhaustion is a real thing too, people. Yeah. It's you know, woo. You know, I my mean, body's willing, but the mind's like nope
1: some people with the mental exhaustion will be like well painting is an outlet but the physical exhaustion was such for me that i just was like i'm just going to sit i'm just going to yeah. sit on the couch and, and watch chill. a movie or yeah. it's,
2: you know sometimes you need to do that but yeah i mean it's hard to get back in i would say that literally i i started to make uh, a time you know, for it, uh, where I would just go, I had, I have one podcast. I generally listen to, I would listen to that podcast no matter how long it was. Cause they generally between an hour and an hour and a half. And I would paint that entire time every Sunday, just make time. If I knew it was gonna be busy Sunday, I would try and make time on Saturday and I would just paint for that time. And then hobby street came up. So I just started painting for that as yeah. most.
1: And if of course I today, had, I, in addition to my work, you know, working the, at the place during the week, I had uh, travel on the weekends to the conventions. Mm-hmm. Sell the t-shirts and stuff. And uh, so that's, you know, so that's like half my weekends every month. Yeah. So, you know, there was just... No time. There was just no time. And, you know, and also, I, if at Also, not playing the games,
2: it's hard to spend the time like we like painting for the most part but if you're not playing the games in some cases it's hard to paint the models
1: it's hard to get the motivation like when i was when i was playing my ogre kingdoms army i had a lot of motivation to finish mm-hmm. that you know and i was just this close to done and they came out with the new uh army book and i'm talking about not i'm talking about not. Age of Sigmar. I'm talking yeah, about
2: pre-Age yeah, of Sigmar, yeah. You
1: know, uh, and they came out with the new models, the scrap launcher, and the the big cannon thing, and the uh, the, uh, the the fire-breathing
2: shaman guys and all that. And
1: the Born Fain cavalry. Yeah, yeah. And I got those. I got uh Fang cavalry, and I got one of those stone, uh, you know, mammoth things. I don't remember mm-hmm. what any of these things are called because it's been years uh and of course they're called i don't know if they're called different things now but i hear ogres are good in in age of sigmar but uh i won't be playing for a while yeah uh i was okay. i was enjoying war cry too you yeah. know I write this
2: One place that is my biggest motivation, it gets me going to start on the minis. It, uh, it chooses my projects for me, but when I get going, the enjoyment of painting uh, painting itself takes over, yeah. which is absolutely true.
1: Yeah, I feel like once once I get back started doing it, that's how it's going to feel for me. I do have to get used to my hands feeling different, you know, and not necessarily having as much dexterity in my fingers. As you know, I had before. Be
2: different, because you're going to remember it being different, but it's not going to be the same way.
1: Yeah. So my, you know, whatever style I might have had before, maybe will have adjustments. It will be different now. And that's how it was the last time, you know, when I couldn't paint and then I came back to it after two years being away. You know, so I've, I've had to do this. I know I can do it, you know. And, and I'm at a, a place right now uh, you'll be happy to know that uh, my last CT scan that I had of you know my chest tumors smaller so you know the chemo is working things are shrinking uh, they lowered the dose of my chemo so my side effects are not as Harsh as they had been, so I'm feeling better. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, um, oncologist listened to my lungs. She said it sounded good, which is the first time it sounded good since May? last year. <laughs> so, That's good. Or May, last May. So, yeah, so it's. So, So these are good things that are, you know, that are letting me know, you know, maybe it's time to pick up a brush again. Um, The fact that I can sit here in this chair and, and not be in pain in various parts of my body is, you know, that's testament to I can sit here and I can at least just prime things, you know because just priming things is gonna be like a warm-up for my mm-hmm. hands I mean that's always been a warm-up just you know like if I hadn't painted in a couple of days just kind of warm up with some priming you know or or warm up with a little simple dry brushing over something you know like bases or something and uh, and so these are things that I need to remember as I as I get back into you know, Now I'm looking at the stuff that's on my desk and I'm like, you know, what, what thing am I going to start back with? I have this really cool warrior woman from, uh, oh gosh, who did this? Lethal Shadows. It's a STL or it's a 3D print uh, from Lethal Shadows gaming or Lethal Shadows miniatures. Anyways, they have a bunch of really cool sculpts uh, that are available as STL files. I have another one of their things, which is a it's like a lady coming out of a rose. So I would think a fairy. And then, of course, I still have my good old uh, Nurgle dude that's um, mostly done.
2: Mostly. Yeah, yeah
1: mostly done and I was like right in the middle of doing all the gross pustules and I can see as I look at it now where I stopped with my magenta shading I think it was magenta and red mixed together maybe with a little yellow to get this sort of really vibrant saturated color that I was kind of shading over uh, this sort of greenish yellow uh, for the pustules, but it was kind of making them look, and then I was gonna go in on that the pustules and add a much lighter yellowy uh white color as and and so as I'm looking at my table, I'm already starting to you know the the brain is starting to work again about things that I wanted to do with things i have this I have this orc bust you know this this handsome fella got all green skin little helmet it's got a shoulder armor and uh he's gonna be fun looks like I started on his face yeah I have a I have a lot of things
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's part of it so if you go away for a bit you come back figure out okay now what the hell was I doing
1: yeah I've had okay. uh this Nurgle model has been sitting on my desk for at least 10 years. And I've just like added to it a little bit
2: here and there. Art is never completed. Just abandoned.
1: uh, I mean, yeah, this has been abandoned. It's not abandoned because they always intend to return and I do return. It's just taking me a long time. <laughs> you know what? It's because I love it so much. No, that's awesome. It just looks so happy. It's got this big smile. It just looks so happy, you know, like it's inflicting, you know, it's it's disease on everybody.
2: The blessing of Durgle. It is. Yeah, but it's good. I mean, it's so inherently when you get back in it's going to take time just you're gonna have to set aside the time to to get back into it um again like i said my case it started off as just listen to a podcast i mean honestly the the roots of this podcast are with painting painting with john which is just Mount john wanted people to paint with him at the same time that was sort of the idea because you know it's painting time and just chatting everything while you're doing it like you get used to get at the gaming store, in a lot of cases, you know, Kathy got that at the Chicagoland bunker. We got that at the Baltimore bunker back when it was there. We got that drop zone, uh, and then COVID sort of stole that from us. So,
3: yeah,
2: we had to find something. Get on uh get on Discord. Get your buddies on Discord. Just chat. One time I came home, and literally, the chat on my unit for MicroRanger Online's Discord was like full of everyone. So I got to jump in and see what's going on. And everyone's just there, live cameras on, just chatting while they're painting and stuff. It was great.
1: We have a uh we have a Monday night paint uh paint party in uh in our Discord every Monday night and you know what sometimes nobody's painting and we're all yeah. just chatting. Sometimes half the people are painting and the other half are playing a video game and we're all just chatting. Yeah.
2: If it keeps and you I, uh, it, do it. Bring I that absolutely
1: shit. I really love Discord for that.
2: Yeah. Uh, We used to do it on uh, Facebook with uh, a Facebook uh, video thing. We do that. I forget what channel it was, but one of the channels, the guy would be like, Oh, we're just going to, you know, every once in a while, uh, Robert Derewski's flight medic would start something up and we would all jump on and just people would come in and out and we'd just paint and chat. It's great. We need to get back to that, you know? I want to say COVID kind of stole it from us. We need to take it back. But that's a good way to get back into it. Find your friends who paint, just get some time. If you need to arrange it, we can schedule stuff. We're adults. We live on schedules. So go like, "Hey guys, let's every, I'm gonna say, Wednesday night get in a chat and do that. You know, just hang out and paint together." Yep. Or find your Twitch streamer who's got a good schedule and paint with them. Find that your podcast also you want. Good
1: too. And yeah. You know, because often you can be painting and just listening to them, mm-hmm. you know.
2: especially be a painter, because some visual stuff, So, because you need to look away from your model once in a while. Staring at your model, even if you're using a magnifier, is not great on the eyes for too long. Looking away occasionally is great. <laughs> so that you've got something to focus on that is a different level from your eyes, so your eyes can keep fo- used to focusing on other places. Like, honestly, when I would do my, even when I was doing my hobby streak, um, video wise, I would look here, have Chad look at, and I'd keep my other screen with something else entirely. Like right now, you know, I have it as it's a picture. So I have something else to focus on a different depth to focus on to keep your eyes from getting fucking crazy. Cause they'll get yeah. fucking crazy. We all sit at computers way too much for the most part.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: having something to focus on is good. Like they have at work. They have posters I just say inspiring things of so various levels of actual inspire inspiration, but <laughs> it's good for me to stop and look away once in a while. I can go, Okay, I'm gonna look at that. Yeah, and and he says, Socializing with friends a form of self care, absolutely. Like, I've honestly thought of you know, us restarting the discord and just having a hobby night for everyone. Like, hey, we're gonna all hobby X night, just jump in when you get a chance and hobby, and then jump out when you want to. You don't have to sit there for forever, you know, so you can just come in chat you know we say that you can talk to them anything we mean it but that's a good time to get that your friends can help you you know people will come in with problems we'll give thoughts whatever you know that kind of thing there's a lot of ways you can get back into painting and i think making it social or making it a set schedule A schedule sounds daunting it's really not
1: well some people do better with a set schedule and some people do better uh, with social painting, you mm-hmm. know, like me, I like to have that, you know, just talking to people while I'm painting, you know, and that's why I liked uh, streaming because I felt like <clears throat> I could, I could be here and I could be painting, and talking to people and rambling on about my process and you know answering questions and then seeing, you know, the stuff that people are saying in the chat and replying to that kind of stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes none of it had anything to do with painting, but I, you know, I was still painting.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's great. That kind of thing is great for just find, you know, find what is going to make you motivated to paint. You know, if it be getting your friends together with you, if it be finding, you know, any of the myriad of... Twitch streams, maybe even use while a Twitch streams is doing something else, just someone to chat with. So you've got to you can take a break in between, look at what they're doing, and then get back to what you were doing. Any of that's fine. It's all internal, much like I told, talked about last week of what you will and won't do in a game is internal. What gets you into hobbying and what keeps you going is internal. There's no roadmap to it, much like the rest of adulthood. It's all internal. We're all just fucking winging it and figuring out what works for us. You know, Hobby Street works for me, and it may not have posted for a while. It's because I've been doing uh, fucking D&D 4th edition stuff that's not exciting to post on, so I'm just going to post a giant update at some point. But, you know, just do what it is. Find what it is that keeps you going and get that going. You know, Legionnaire said previously that Paintings Not John kept him in gaming, and, you know, you know we would he would paint for our podcast, and that kept him going. If that's what it is, do it. We're here for a good, solid painting period. If you want to paint while we're on, that's cool. If you need a painting night, get with your buddies. See, get with me if you want to. Like, hey, John, do you want to set up a painting night like you said? We'll see what we can do. You know, it's...
1: And, and like you, gotta, you said, we have, a, we have a painting night in, in our Discord. and Yeah. You know, people are welcome there, too. Jump,
2: in, it, it jump into Discord of all your buddies where you hang out most of the time. And say, hey, I'm just going to hang out and chat with you guys while I paint. And sometimes people will paint, sometimes they won't. Someone actually, Kathy, you'll chuckle at this probably too. One of my guys in my unit, Flint, was like, uh, you know, I aspire to paint like you one day, John. And I'm like, what, mediocre? He's like, no, man. (laughs) If you're trying to level up, your next level's Golden Demon. I'm like, I love you, Flint, but nah, nah, (laughs) sorry. I'm a a far cry away from that, but I appreciate you saying that very much. It's, you know but you know that kind of stuff keeps you going people just there we were all chatting and stuff that kind of stuff keep you going we do it for all sorts of things you know like Kathy said someone playing a video game someone will be hobby and someone will be doing other things it's all good that social shit just keeps you together
1: Cookie says ha 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 my goal is just to stay in the lines but let me tell you Cookie Mandias staying in the lines is overrated don't worry about such things if you mess up you can always paint over it
2: I would say staying in the lines is—you can absolutely clean it up. But if you can get it done, that's how you get to come super fast, like, uh, like a Dave Taylor. Jesus Christ! Like he's always the one. I'm just like, Jesus, Dave, slow down. You just painted an army, and I'm like two models in.
1: Yeah, I think I think worrying about staying in the lines is a thing that prevents you from.
2: Don't worry uh, about it, but try to work on it. But make it a goal at some point. Like your goal is staying in the lines. Perfect. I think it's just
1: something that you lapse into. You know, yeah. as you continue painting, the more often you paint, you know, you're going to you're just going to fall into that at some point, mm-hmm. rather than trying to focus on it so much when you're first starting.
2: I would say don't focus on anything. Focus on making a model you like.
1: I as long as you, you like the model, like... who
2: gives a fuck?
1: Make your right? own lines. you trendsetter, yeah. he says.
2: Like look at a lot of the, the old GW stuff. Um it came up because they have new uh RBDs or Arbytes, depending on how you want to pronounce them. Uh, for
1: uh Or as Jim said
2: cool R Buddies. R buddies, yes. R buddies new R buddies. <laughs> and if you look at the original ones, a lot of them they painted like a stripe across the armor plate all on this all the
1: models. That's not in the lines. That's just what they did. Jim is not painting the R buddies.
2: Uh, I do kind of want their buddies because they got a robodog. Dog and they look you know re- and Dog. I
1: like those models though, and and yes, I like most of them, dog. a couple of them are a
2: little bit ostentatious, let's say.
1: Well, I mean, yeah.
2: But that's GW style.
1: It's,
2: yeah. I mean, they around, Lee. You know, they don't come around. I mean, I got the Elder one, didn't I?
1: But I was telling Jim about them, and 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 he was like, "Our buddies, huh?" Yeah, yep.
2: out. they're am there. That's canon now. Dog is totally worth it. I mean, because it'll stick with Axtamillion, who is the bestest boy I still have. I need to paint the rest of that band eventually. The other half of that Gellerpox you have.
1: Yes.
2: Funnily, you have more painted the Gellerpox than I have of the uh, Rogue Traders Warband.
3: <laughs>
2: but let's be honest, 40K changed a couple times between now and then. I'm yes. not really going to play necessarily 40K, though my buddies are all playing it. And we talked about it, they have a. Uh, uh Like a, a small scale Like 1000.1 1 in the current thing What have been thinking about So we'll see I think you might have missed that podcast But yeah we're talking about that Thought you liked Muffet the Robo Dog I do like Muffet Muffet the Robo Dog
1: Wow that's a That's a throwback to uh, an earlier time Classic Battlestar Galactica, Battles Galactica. He
2: saved the entire Galactica That one episode where He did they kept suicide fucking ramming the Galactica and he was crawling through the ducks to help people? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sucker, like, I don't remember my Battlestar Galactica. What Thanks. up? I remember both yeah. Battlestar Galacticas. That's how gangsta yeah. I am. Is that actually gangsta? Or...
1: That, no, that is okay. nerdsta.
2: Oh, nerdsta, very good. I'm nerdsta <laughs> like that. <laughs> but no, Moffat and fucking... Like, I want, like, fucking all, like, the dog and dog-like... Buddies from fucking fiction in one team together. I want Muffet, I want fucking K9, I want fucking Scooby Doo, fuck it, he's probably the leader, he can almost speak. But fit, what about Fizzgate <laughs> G- from the Dark K- Crystal? K- K- K9 is gonna be that. Fis- sure, Fizzgate can come, he's great. A little weirder for a dog, but that's fine. Like all the dogs, that's what I, they, they did that in Marvel Comics, they did the Pet Avengers. <laughs> like low-keyed and all those and miss and, and uh miss lion from fucking uh the uh spider-man's amazing friends cartoon and lockjaw was fucking great Truly really hmm. washed out. a little bit looks cool though but yeah that mean that in any case off topic again but yeah, use paint holders. Jesus, contour. Are dogs
1: know. ever off topic?
2: I mean, no, generally not. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, you know. We just find what keeps you going. Into and and I'll say this a lot. I paint a lot of models for games, but sometimes you just got to stop and just paint something else. Like There's I painted Aximilian. Paint
1: something that's just pretty.
2: Yeah, like I had this one paladin. Like that was my moment. I realized I was doing better at painting, where I stopped painting, or I, I worked into my, my painting regimen, just a Paladin model. I wasn't playing a Paladin in D&D, or Lord doesn't get to play D&D or anything. Uh, I didn't need him for a game or anything. I just had the model for fucking ever and I wanted to get him fucking painted. So I did. Minsk and Boo, bought the Minsk and Boo model. I was like, fucking A, I am painting Minsk and Boo. Sometimes you have to do that. I have a very special limited edition model I think I need to paint at some point of uh, uh, a young lady and her plushie
3: <laughs>
2: that I need to work on at some point. So I need to work that into my schedule. But you need to do that because you, if you just paint for the game, it'll start to feel like work eventually. You'll feel like, oh, my God, I've got to. It can be. Yeah, I can have a me friend
1: not- who, uh, who was just talking about his, uh, his painting block on his golden demon uh, entry that he's working on. And, uh, and to solve it, he decided that he needed a palette cleanser. Hmm. Uh, and and he switched gears to getting a bust and and working on that. Hey, Nas, That's
2: it's great. You view... need that sometimes. Sometimes you just got to paint a model you want to paint. Yep. You and might just, not even uh... finish it, but it might just be enough of it. You know, Gonzo got me that large-scale, weird uh, Shadowrun's Infinity-style dwarf that he got me. I painted a bunch, on it was cool. It was a good change of pace for a bit. I'll go back and paint him some more.
1: Yeah. This, uh, this huge... This big goblin bust that Gonzo yeah. sent me was one that... Uh, you know... That's out of... You know, out of my normal... Fear of what I'm working on—it's a much larger scale, you know, than I'm used to. And I had so much fun uh, painting it. And I was just—I was just, you know, slapping the paint on and pushing yeah. it around. And it was a very painterly sort of uh, project Gra- for me. And I just had a blast with it.
2: Grab like, uh, you know, I painted some some um, Armada fighters a while back. Change of pace, you know, paint some models from a board game or something. Just do something, change of pace to keep it fresh or even start in on that. Like some of those models, just board game models, just putting like a little coat of paint and a wash on them would make a world of difference to make it just look more interesting on, on the tabletop when you're playing that board game. Don't don't limit yourself to must paint super detailed models. No, paint, just paint something Get in slowly if you have to. Paint the easy stuff. Like Gonzo's painting those Battletech models just using mostly contrast paints, and they're looking fucking great.
0: Contrast Mm -hmm. paint, dry brush, and hit a few of the details. Good, and then you're done. Those are like, Mm -hmm. I will tell you, Battletech miniatures using contrast paint, perfect example of contrast paint usage. It's got a lot of ridges, a lot of highlights, and you just dry brush it. And they did that on
2: purpose when they're designing it. Like, if I'm on the... uh... The Patreon for one of the the art director, and he's like, you know, they want those lines. They're, you know, it it's yeah. a good contrast, so to speak.
0: Oh yeah, and yeah. and you can get them looking really good, really quickly because, I mean, they have detail, but I mean, mine when you put them on the board, it's like those look cool. Am right. I going to win a competition for
2: them? Hell no, but they look good. <laughs> I don't know. You might win an army competition because you've got them all painted to a very similar level they look good together on the field oh yeah and that matters
0: but i mean and the thing is is it doesn't take long it takes longer to let the contrast paint dry than it does to get the miniature done pretty much uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. I mean, heck, those bottles look better than something we're going to talk about in the media section <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my
1: oh my god wait
0: oh my god yeah. So, yeah. guys, what we're really trying to say here is go do it. Uh, and, and, and don't stress about it. Just <laughs> go in there and right. paint.
2: Just do it. Just do it. But but find a way that makes it work for you. Figure yes. out.
3: But it, like, if you
2: it, need to go, like, write down the ideas we've given you and go, okay, this didn't work, this didn't work. Oh, this works. Just find a way to make it work, you know?
1: I do like your idea of... Uh that that Sunday listening to a podcast and starting ah. painting when it starts and stopping painting, you know, when it's done, pretty
2: much when it's done. Yeah. I might go a uh, little bit after I just, it's because i know,
1: cause, cause that's just, I mean, it's kind of like your hobby streak. It's like, so this is a, a you know, this is my time that I'm going to set. I'm going to, yep. I'm not going to stress about how much I get painted in this time. I'm just going to paint. If I feel like going over this time, I can can. do that if I want to.
2: There is a ton of media out there. Like, honestly, if you like football, and I know we're getting to the end of the season here because it's the superb owl today. Superb owl. And if you like a sport, ain't why you're doing the sport. Most of those sports, Fairpoint hockey and soccer, you know, excluded Plenty of time to paint while they're fucking the Aberdeen and getting ready for the next whatever.
1: You know what? I always loved uh, summertime painting, listening to uh, baseball on the radio. Yeah. baseball while, while I'm
2: painting. Because they're so good. Those announcers on the radio are so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, way better. Like, the TV announcers are fine for TV. Don't let me be disparaging to them. But the... Radio announcers for, for any sport are fucking amazing cause because they, they paint have... a picture with their words.
1: That's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. They do. Because yeah. I'll do that often. I'll like, you know, if I'm driving home from someone's house on, a on you know, playoff weekend or something, I'll listen to that. I'll just turn the car and I don't, I don't not completely care about the sports ball. I just don't mostly don't care about the sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm interested to see who won because this could be talked about the next day. You need to be conversed intelligently about this, or I'm going to have to lapse into nerd stuff and scare everyone away. That's kind of fun <laughs> so. They're hockey.
1: Yeah, find That's what
2: strong. works for you. Hockey uh, is difficult, basketball mm-hmm. is difficult because there's so much action. But if you do, listen to the radio play by play because they will totally, as you said, paint a picture with their words.
1: As you said.
2: Yeah. We we're gonna say it too, so I'll count it as a. As a <laughs> Let me see about this. But yeah, There's, and and awful.
1: coming back to painting, after not having painted in a while, uh, you know, just give yourself some time and and don't beat yourself up if you're not, you know, a golden demon winning painter. As soon as you pick up a model for the first time after being away for a while,
2: I would say that. Painting in general. Don't beat yourself up about that. Don't let other people's standards affect what you're painting. Paint to you like the Your own standards.
1: You know that's. that's I, what's important. That's what I'm uh, reminding myself, and I, and I have a few hurdles.
2: Yeah, you know, it's going to be tough getting back in anything. Yeah. Like, people expect to come back to anything. Like, you know, I know people who came back to let's say Warrior Online. Like, I'm not doing well. Dude, you were away. It takes time to get back used mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. change. Just work into it. Just focus on it. Try and have fun. I know. Crazy, crazy talk. Fun. And if it's not fun, stop. Figure out why it's not fun. Correct. Try again. Not mm-hmm. the same day, necessarily. Next day. Maybe next week. But work on it, you know?
1: You, you know, can't get so anywhere without some work. I had thought about, uh, coming back to painting with, uh, with oil paints, but I still feel like it's such a different medium than, than my acrylics and I, and I've gotten to a place with my acrylics where I feel like I, I finally kind of have a grasp of what I'm doing, you know, if that makes sense.
2: It does, because I'm still slapping paint on bottles. Where I don't,
1: don't want to, <laughs> you know, fuck that up by switching mediums and learning a, a whole new, I mean, it's like learning a whole new game system.
2: But if you do, just manage your internal expectations. Managing expectations is important. If you don't properly manage your expectations, you're going to get really pissed off when something doesn't live up to your expectations. I had that last night. Kathy and Gonzo know. <laughs> Not live to my expectations. Uh, I was not good. But, you know, Unreal Expectations, expect it to be fucking amazing. It's not fucking amazing. That shit happens. If you manage your expectations, it sounds depressing sometimes. Don't expect good things. I'm not saying don't expect good things. Manage your expectations.
1: Yeah. Like if
2: Kathy comes up and like expect your stuff to be a little rough to start. You're painting a different medium you're not used to, and you're rusty on top of that. You know, and... Expect that.
1: You get these people. If you say that to them, you know, manage your expectations. Expect that you're not going to be great right out of the gate, and they'll tell you, "No, no, you got to think positive. You gotta, you gotta think positive." You know, sometimes that breaks you.
2: Managing expectations isn't negative. It's it's reality. There are three types of there is positive thoughts, which can be unhealthily positive. Yeah. There are negative thoughts which can very well be unhealthy negative, but manage your expectations is never unhealthy.
1: I like if to call exceed, it pragmatism. Oh,
2: if you under under like, well, I manage expectations. I'm not expecting to come back and do something that I'm been away from forever. Like if I go
1: engineers, like, toxic yeah. positivity.
2: <laughs> like I, I played Battletech for years and years and years and years back in the day. I haven't played it in years and years and years. I haven't played it in longer than I did. Play it. I still remember the rules, which is stupid, but my brain's stupid. But I'm not going to expect to jump in and play it and be like fucking grandmaster, r- rolling everyone. Yes, that's unrealistic. You're still rusty, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Just manage your expectations. Come in expecting. I'm a little rusty. I'm going to have a couple of a little bit of trouble playing. Or painting. You know, I'm I'm not going to be as clean as I want to be. It's okay. You can clean that shit up.
1: And you gotta also. Realize you're gonna sit down at your desk and your desk is might be a stranger to you. Yep. You gotta, you we gotta get it to you know too. it again.
2: We'll rearrange it. I don't want this over here anymore. I, I naturally reach over here. Fucking do that. Yeah. Like we talked about this on something else. First thought, best thought. If you naturally reach for brushes with your left hand, put your brushes where your left hand you can get them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah. If you naturally reach your right, put it where your right can get it. If you naturally reach the water and you right, boom, put it there. If you actually reach across everything, crazy, but that's you. Put it over there. Just just set that shit up right.
1: The It'll help you says, get back there. Give yourself five warm-up models. See what yeah. your level is and what you need to work on, a la hand strength, etc. Especially nowadays. Yeah, I, uh,
2: inexpensive models. Reaper Bones makes good models cheap.
1: I a bunch of things have set. Reaper Bones models kicking around here.
2: <laughs> I mean, you even have some battle models if You want to try on some of them?
1: I have, uh, I do, but they have paint on them already.
2: Oh shit! Look at that! Yeah. I'm not paying attention. Oh. Yeah, been a
1: you while
2: can try on them I've Just grab story, I
1: have a Venom, and I have a Space Marine, and I have a Reaper Cleric. Uh, does does Venom they all have, have full tongue, or did you trunk they all just... have primer on them. Ready to be painted. There you go.
2: That's the best.
1: Also, a chibi Godzilla.
2: I mean, that's obviously advanced. Which
1: technically (laughs) has has maybe started being painted, but I think that's also just a primer, kind of a half-assed primer.
2: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Kids these days call it slap chop, but I always call it just half-assing it (laughs) all. I had
2: the discussion discussion with Mouth John. He's like, Mouth John, look at the slap chop they're doing. He's like, I was doing slap chop before we slap chop. I'm like, Yes. Yep. Well, we're. That's that's just what you. It's funny. I like it having a name. I have no. Yeah. Yeah. Guy who said they invented it, fuck right off.
1: Didn't Uh, invent it. No, No, didn't invent it.
2: Anyways, I think Gonzo's trying to push us towards media section.
1: I, I, I media got section. that sense. I did <laughs> get that sense. Yeah. I just well, put well, it on the screen
2: and waiting. What we watched together.
1: It was like 10 minutes before the media section. We were on the media screen.
0: All I was doing <laughs> was getting it prepared.
1: Because
0: I know y'all. y'all. Y'all get into it and you get going. And I'm just like, I'm going to set it up. Because I, I was done painting. I, did, I had to let things dry. I wasn't going to go anywhere else. So I was letting my eyes rest, and I came back here and just flipped it over to the screen.
1: need you dare just bah with that media, let Kathy talk. We can talk about media though,
0: I mean, Kathy, you didn't watch anything you know in the last what six, nine months, you know whatever so um,
1: yeah no, no no no, but you know what the one movie that uh I was watching on t v with the super long commercials was no oh, what it was mash
2: the oh, my. uh. The 1970
1: the movie? Uh, original movie. That's with the lyrics of the, the uh... theme
2: song to make you extra depressed?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's yes, it called? Like, I is it is the theme song from MASH. for M.A.S.H. Yeah, see the full uh,
2: title the guy's a fuckwit or something.
1: I hadn't seen it in a long time. And, uh, you I'd know, rather watch episode of M.A.S.H. It's, it doesn't stand up. But to uh to the to the times these days um but also for for a comedy you know there's a lot of dark things uh, issues that they address they do like, in that movie
2: Well, even in the TV series for comedy they address it, some serious yeah. shit there's some Really, MASH is fucking, I will still say, I don't care what anyone says, is still the best TV show of all time.
1: It absolutely is. I agree with that 100%. think about when
2: I was watching TV at seven or eight-year-old, and MASH would still fucking be riveting to me. Yeah. And as an adult, I see things I didn't see. Like, we watched MASH for the fucking LOLs back then. Now we're like, LOLs, and like, oh, God, this is fucking serious, good, serious shit.
1: MASH taught me... um, all my sarcasm. <laughs> well, and, uh, Hawkeye
2: would definitely uh, teach you some sarcasm. A,
1: as a child, because my dad, that was one of his favorite TV shows. And so if he was watching it, I was watching it. I something
2: else. It was crazy. He
1: was not a parent who would put on kids' shows because the kids wanted to see them. He was like, you're just going to watch what I watch. Mm-hmm. And it was *MASH*. But but but, MASH movie MASH TV show? The movie the movie is amazing though. Like there are parts of it that are are misogynistic. There are parts of it where it's like 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 holy shit that they're playing this thing for laughs, which is like
2: uh not okay anymore.
1: Not okay at all anymore. Well, we had
2: this discussion with my crew last night, because after we got done doing characters, we were watching YouTube, and you know, music was on in the background the whole time, and it got to uh, a live Leonard Skinner, uh you know, part of a concert. In the back, they've got the first battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia flying, and I'm like, stop. And I'm like, well, God. It's like, is this okay? Like, like for the time, probably, because it's not like you really get the gist that they're racist or anything like that. That was just what Southern Pride back is it was in the day. Is it okay now? No, it's not okay now. But that's the weird thing about watching movies. Yeah. Things are like, of the time, and you're like, I, no, I don't think you can do that anymore. It's,
1: it's a weird, it's a weird mental adjustment, you know, to look at that stuff and be like, that was...
2: Yeah, that's not yeah. okay. Well, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, not so okay. I screen
1: anymore. Not
2: But anyways, uh, what would you give Mash the movie, or at least the half you watched before the commercials?
1: MASH the movie still gets uh, maybe one space herpy because it is an excellent movie, and the space herpy is for the shit that's just not okay anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. That's fair.
1: (laughs) But, you know, when you watch it on TV, uh, on the old movies channel with commercials... Sure it it's, is it's, so long! Oh my god!
2: Oh yeah, it's not a not a short movie. that movie.
1: Eric not watching it on broadcast TV with commercials.
2: Fair. Um, you cannot stream it for free. You can
1: you just buy, buy or it. rent
2: it on anywhere. Uh, actually,
1: just buy uh, it.
2: Amazon. So. Prime Video, Voodoo, Google Play, or iTunes. Um, so, there you go. 1971. That was a long time ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I wasn't born.
0: Neither were anyway. I.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, God, you want to skip to what we're talking about together you want to start somewhere else?
0: Um, I want to talk about... Um, I want to talk about... I'm still watching uh, Last of Us. By the way, on HBO Max, uh, they dropped a new episode on Friday instead of today because of the Super Super Um But
2: that's actually a really good idea.
0: Yeah, uh, this series is just unbelievably great. Uh, I knew what was coming up in this newest episode, and I was still waiting for my you know soul to be crushed type thing. And it was still I was like, damn, this is still good. These act. If you played the game, you know what's coming up. And you're like, oh, this is gonna be a, a shitty part and stuff. But you're watching this and you're like, these actors are just doing spot on. They is this are the doing that did Chernobyl. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, they're... yeah, they're they're not fucking around. <laughs>
2: yeah. They weren't with Chernobyl either.
0: But yeah, that's fair. But I mean, they um, they pick the right people to play the right parts, and in this one, it was spot on again. They just they're just hitting them out of the park. I I mean. This is one of the best TV series I've watched in a long time, and I mean I'm I and I'm not like typical where I'm doing something I'm like glued watching and my you know my full attention is on this show and I just I love this show so much uh, so far the series has got a zero space herpes for me um, I, I I do have a, a concern because season one is the first game and season two is going to be the second game and depending on how you know the break in time comes up between it. They could be catching up to the series and I don't know if they're going to go past season two because there isn't been a last of us three yet, even though they said that there's a good possibility it's going to be coming out, but still I don't care. They're doing really, really good. I am enjoying the shit out of the show. Um, There are some very beautiful and wonderful parts of it. And then there's some soul crushing, you know, Depressing parts of it, but it's that's what it's supposed to be about. This is a yeah. this is a story about humanity after a major apocalyptic change with zombies. It's not about the zombies. I
2: always feel like the uh, there's a line in Battlestar Galactic, on my uh, apocalyptic show of choice, where it's said, where Adama says, it's not just about surviving, it's about being worthy yes. of surviving. And I feel like all the apocalyptic shows hit that in a different way.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I feel
2: like you have those beautiful episodes to show you. Yes, humanity is worthy of surviving.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's been great. So I don't care. Um, not cool. everything has been wonderful. I even got Captain Mizzy started on it, and you know, she was like, "Uh," and now she's like, "Yes, this is a beautiful TV show."
1: I've heard so many good things about it. Uh, it's amazing. I do Not have HBO Max, so I will have to wait until I see that till later.
0: John, no. you want to go with our, our... I have other things to talk about, sir. What? Wait so, a minute, wait a minute. Did you watch all 13 episodes and something else?
2: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs>
0: Bitch. I love you, too. <laughs> yes.
2: So, the third episode, related to what we're going to talk about, of Hired Steel, which is a fan-made Battletech project, uh, dropped this week on Friday. And just like the other two was fucking Chef's Kiss, it's great. The guys doing it have great animations. It's very cool, and um, the voice acting is is amazing. Like they're not professional voice actors. None of them are professional voice actors. They're all people involved in the BattleTech fandom in some way. Like the 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 main you call them protagonist, leader of the protagonist Lance is Tex from the Black Plants Legion. They've got Baradol, who was a big Mech Warrior and, and BattleTech uh, streamer and YouTuber doing a voice. They've got Aggie Lawgirl, who does some streaming for that stuff, doing a voice. They've got uh, um, Sean from No Guts, No Galaxy doing voice. It's great. They just get people from all sorts of stuff doing it, and I love it. It's super fun. It is absolutely zero space herpes. They're only a couple minute episodes. Watch them all. They are a great show of the coolness of BattleTech. See, look, quick and easy.
0: So let's talk about the big elephant in the room that John's like, you
2: have to watch this. The you... battle mech in the room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, in my defense, I recall it being different. <laughs> Better than it was.
0: I had never well, seen it before. I'd never. And if I did, I don't remember it at all. Because I watched it. It's 13 episodes of Battletech. Uh, technically them.
2: 14 episodes, but one's a clip episode that I don't think anyone watches because you don't need to anymore now that you just fucking watch all the episodes on YouTube.
0: Yeah. it was like 5A is what it was listed as or something like that. Yeah, they're,
2: they're, there's all all the episodes are on YouTube. Helm Memory Core has them um, remastered, quote-unquote, of varying degrees of quality, best they could find. Yes, Cookie Man is the animated one. Yeah, and oh, where to start? Where do you want to start, Gonzo? Okay,
0: first things I want to say is, you're not a cool badass character in the in the story unless part of your shirt is ripped and it has to be right around the biceps area.
2: I <laughs> um, they had that fight I, it in I one. feel
1: like it should be read across here according to <laughs> Captain Kirk. It
0: was well, just funny. Every time I saw somebody, I was like waiting to see the ripped shirt on the side of the arm. Now nah, he's not a badass; like, he'll die. Like, right? Can you not <laughs>
2: fix your shirt? Yeah, I know. It's been months, you can fix your, change your shirt.
0: And so let's talk. Let's talk about the writing in this. Every line that was written in this was meant to make you go, "Oh yeah,
2: Oh, oh you know." Um, the writing. The writing is definitely. Hit or miss, mostly. Yes. So I find that of the 13 episodes, four or five are actually decent slash good. They're interesting. I do love... Now, the dialogue is all cheesy as
0: fuck. Yeah. 90 bad... This could have been an 80s cheesy. It could have fit into 80s cheese.
2: I like that they put stuff out there and they don't explain it. They make you figure it out through context because so they don't have the person there to explain, well, this means this. Like once in a while they will, but it's it that part is naturally worked in. So I give it points for that. Not the only point to fucking give it. Yeah. It uh it does also cover some things that happened in the actual regular fiction.
0: I do have a question um, for you. Is sure. this was an original story. This is not something that was made up on in one of the books.
2: No, though it does incorporate some characters from the uh, Blood of Kerensky trilogy and some events. Gotcha, but this, you can this wasn't know a... who they are because they are sort of shoehorned in. And actually, one of them is one of the better episodes.
0: But this isn't this wasn't a story in one of the books. This was something they wrote out out yes. of context. Okay,
2: and I thought so. And actually, as Legionnaire said, technically they've written this into the continuity. It's not part of the real continuity. Technically, this is in-universe propaganda. That was that was played in the universe as like while the clans were invading like hey look it, it was a TV show they made in the universe during the, the clan invasion which is funny um,
0: let's yeah, aside t- from let's talk about animation
2: them, let's not <laughs> <laughs> this was made in 1994
0: I thought it was 92
2: 94
0: a, a, the okay what I really thought, well, I thought was so funny was you know they had it's your standard '90s cartoon animation, not great no, by it's, any any it's standard. Really
2: not. It's yeah. worse than '80s animation. Like, yeah, I swear that GI Joe and Transformers have better animation. Than yes, this, and they predate it by ten years.
0: And everything is really off-centered and really weird, off-putting, and proportions are wrong. But let's talk oh, yeah. about the enhanced battle mode.
2: Enhanced imaging. <laughs> yes, enhanced imaging. Can we
0: not? I mean, they were like, you were like, okay, cool. The clans have this advanced imaging, and it looks shittier than the hand-drawn animation.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not,
0: not it's, good. It's bad. <laughs> Cause I looked like, it up, and I was like, what? You know, I'm try- trying to remember what was, you know, computer animation at that time frame. And then I found out like the reboot cartoon was made before this. And the yep. reboot cartoon had pretty decent at that time.
2: It probably also had a real budget.
0: Yes, you can tell that they were working off of you know one person made, in his basement. They only <laughs>
2: made thirteen episodes for fuck's sake. Yeah, and and only four of them were act, four or five of them were actually worth a shit.
0: Because like the explosions, Sorry. it would be a screen, and then like a far arm would fall off, <laughs> or the arm would disappear.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not good.
0: I mean, it's it's not
2: bad. Like, the only thing going forward that does introduce you to the broad strokes of clan culture. Yes. uh, The broad strokes of the clan invasion, and, like, a lot of the stuff they use are actually terms, even though they have this habit of showing up and just saying, we fucking own you, and, like, that's not how that works, fucker. Even in your culture. But, yeah. Uh, It's it's a piece of history that uh, exists on YouTube. If do something else while you're watching it.
0: Or just don't watch it at all.
2: Or don't watch it at all. <laughs> I'm going to give it four. I'm going to
0: give it four. It, it, it is quite... I mean, you watch the first episode and you get exactly but how they all Ganjo the animation now is. now
2: has an idea of what a is.
0: Yes. <laughs> and as soon as that line came up and the picture came up, I go, oh, that's the meme. <laughs>
2: yes, that's the meme. Yeah, so no. No. Watch Hired Steel instead. It is way better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would give it a four. It it's yeah. bad.
2: There's some cores. there, are like, I feel like someone could have taken this and it could easily have been an above average. But you would have had to have a real animation studio. Mm-hmm. And
1: cats bad.
2: No, 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 no. Okay. no it's like the... Atlantic Rim. Uh, no, Atlantic Rim is very worse
1: making sure
0: but it is bad
2: because the graphics are somehow more insulting in atlantic rim than they are in this which is actually impressive yeah
1: about it
2: this is like it's uh, like then the first episodes are fucking hard you know uh i've never they are cringy as fuck sometimes
0: Legionnaire says that we need to do the heavy gear cartoon and i don't even know can we get the heavy gear
1: cartoon
2: I would like a week off before I have to do it here. again.
1: <laughs> like I know this was
2: my idea and that's why I watched them all.
1: Next month.
2: i like Kathy's thought next month. <laughs> It'll be March.
1: Yeah.
2: If you can find it.
0: I need to like I, I
2: I'm thinking as a palette cleanser I'm gonna go watch the entire complete collection of the D and D cartoon which I fucking own and I'm sure it's going to be better. Oh it is. <laughs> Probably say enough. And I mean not exactly good itself but it's like one of those things if you watched it when you were younger and have nostalgia for it cool live on the nostalgia don't watch it again
0: ever uh, now no ever 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 now kathy you got something you want to go with
1: uh so i again i was watching uh broadcast tv uh and I was flipping through the channels, and there was some crazy channel that plays old movies of, a, of a usually weird and horror kind of bent. And there was a show called It's Alive. Oh, yeah. And And uh, it was about, so I missed the beginning. I didn't even see the entire thing. I'm curious though I kind of I, I, I kind of feel like I want to go back and find it and watch it like without uh, TV commercials and whatnot. Um, as near as I could tell it's about uh, a woman and a pharmaceutical company and this pharmaceutical company decided to experiment with their drugs and this woman thought she was taking birth control but it was something else and and she got pregnant and she gave birth to this monster baby that would be able to like the bunny from you know
0: Monty, Monty, Monty Python Monty <laughs>
1: Python yeah <laughs> fly at you and, like, rip your throat out.
0: Wow. I'm reading the Wikipedia and,
2: and like,
1: wow.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember when this like came Art Michael,
1: out. Art of Michael Lavoie, you've seen that the movie Traumatized. Oh, my God. You were six? I can only imagine. Holy smokes.
2: It Michael, was so terrible.
1: But, yeah, if I was a kid and I was watching that, it would freak me out. There were some... There were some moments in it that were genuinely creepy. Mostly, it was terrible, but there were some genuinely creepy moments. <laughs> huh. Also, yeah, totally. Uh, four space herpes. <laughs>
2: yeah, and had Michael and Sarah in it. It was uh, like one of those geek guys who's been a bunch of, the, been in a bunch of things. He was uh, Kang in uh, the original Star Trek series. Hmm. He's one of those, uh, well, there, one of those a, there were a couple of
1: familiar faces in it for sure. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. It's live for space herpes. Uh, it, it'd be a good one for like, uh, if you're watching Halloween movies. Okay. Uh.
2: My other one and last one is I did finish reading the last Ronin Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, collection. And it's a bit of a gut punch because, I mean, it's future and it there's sort of like written ending. I mean, it's the last Ronin, so it's the last turtle. So obviously the other ones are dead. But mm-hmm. while that normally can be very super negative, uh, it's Eastman and Lara doing it too. They're creators, and they did a fucking great job. And at no point, like, it's a little gut punch, but it's not like angering or devastating or anything. It's like, oh shit, you know, this is the story as it went. And I thought it was very good. It was well worth the pickup and enjoyable as hell. Uh, I'm gonna give it zero. Uh, I'm not quite wasn't riveted, but I was trying to read it before I go to bed, so nothing's riveting when you're fucking tired as fuck. Uh, but great. And I cannot suggest it enough.
0: Um, I also finished the um, national treasures edge of history on Disney. Plus I finished that series up. Um, It's what you would expect from a Disney young adult national treasure. Is it great? No, is it okay? It's not bad. Um, do I think it'll get renewed? Uh, in today's day and age, I doubt it. But I've seen other things get renewed that shouldn't it be. It sounded it
2: sounded worse than Willow.
0: Uh, I liked it less than Willow. Um, because there is some stuff that is very CW, and there's some stuff you're like, what? What the? Well, a what? lot of
2: YA stuff's gonna feel CW to us because we're getting old. Yeah, but here to th- tell you.
0: There there was just some things that were happening, I was like, That Okay, no. I right, will let it slide. It's let it go. Um, because yeah, even but... even the even the cool little, you know, national treasure things about secret societies and cool little puzzles that <laughs> the puzzles just, just didn't make sense. They're like, Hey, you gotta figure this puzzle out. Oh, I know this. No one's been able to figure that out in seventy five million years, but me that just gets all my news from the internet, I can solve this in twenty seconds, because I can read all this ancient
2: language. And I was like, I mean, it, it's a lot like you know the BattleTech series watch, where things happen because they have to happen, not yeah. because they fucking make sense. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah.
0: it, it gets my standard two point five meh type thing. Uh, I don't think it is. um <laughs> Captain Captain Captain
2: Mizzy Mizzy. says it's for, the CW-ish for her too. Very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably CW-ish.
0: Um, it, I, I, I'd be surprised if it got renewed for another season. They left it open for another season, of course. Uh, but if they do, I doubt it. Because um, e- even Disney is, is dropping shows like crazy. Um, I don't know why
2: like crazy, but I mean, a lot of places are just like, this sounds like it was not well-received enough to not get renewed. Yeah. I mean, it is um, what it is. Sometimes it's just going to happen.
0: Because I know that they, they recently... The like the Benedict, the Benedict Cumberbat or the Benedict Society that was on Disney Plus that got canceled.
2: I mean, I never watched it. So no,
0: I did because I thought it was kind of neat, but it got canceled. I mean,
2: let's be honest; they know what their bread and butter is. Oh yeah, Star Wars and Marvel. Yep. Anything else they can get to stick is going to be great. That's why they're trying a lot of other things, and to an extent, it's cool. I, I mean, it's kind they're of going to
1: have the uh, newest season of Doctor Who on there. Yeah,
2: they get Doctor Who. And
1: uh, since I haven't seen any Doctor Who since they decided to put it behind uh, a paywall yeah. on uh, yeah. I don't even know where it is. Where is it yeah, I don't either. where is it streaming now? You know, because it's not streaming on any of the places that I used to watch it.
2: I think when it goes live, I think we're going to get all of it. At least all the modern stuff at least I think we're gonna get that on uh
1: God I would love C+. that I would love to rewatch yeah. uh, the ninth doctor
2: I mean just literally Eccleston through oh like I stopped in the middle of Matt Smith or towards
1: tenant I would love to see Peter Capaldi I saw the first two episodes of him and that's when they removed it from Amazon Prime
2: i've seen clips and i like i like his style a lot but i also want to see the one uh uh movie where they've got uh matt smith david Tennant, and john hurt because that's that's a fucking lineup oh
1: that was the the 50th anniversary one
2: yeah yeah i didn't yeah. see that I've seen clips, but that that's a fucking lineup there
1: it was it was good it was fun
2: yeah well guys that's our episode Podcast. No, no no, crazy thing that comes that I have to watch in software through.
1: And look, I made it through the whole thing. Woo-hoo! Yes! And I'm still still alive. And after this, I'm going to go play some Civ 6.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm taking a little break from Valheim because uh, frankly my hands could use a break from all that keyboard stuff that you have to do on it.
0: Yep. Well, guys we appreciate you listening we appreciate you watching um make sure to join us next week we'll be back um what we're gonna talk about uh, we'll figure out an hour before the show umgon'll
2: so <laughs> figure it out halfway through the week but he'll tell me an hour before the show <laughs> oh John we're talking about this thing and I'm the fucking winging again luckily that's my fucking style
0: yes <laughs> guys we're gonna see y'all off
3: in your pants. <laughs>
0: We're going to send okay. y'all off to the Painting Dad. I think he's doing some uh, Warhammer models. He could use some awesome. viewers. Guys, stick around and join him and give him a good like and a follow. Um, tell him that you're coming from us. Other than that, for More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo.
1: I'm John. I'm Kathy.
0: Good night. Da,
3: da, da, da. Successful
1: kind of the episode. Yeah. It's bag. It's in the bag. It's in the hole.